Welcome back again to the Trekway, Mr. Gray, Trev, hello. Um, this is a fun episode today. It's the one we were I don't dreading. Know about fun, but yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, try and save more of the criticism to your score at the end, Gray, right? Because okay. um, I haven't had a chance to read your notes just because I was working tonight and it's all crazy and Gray was busy and I was busy and now we can do it. Um, but it'll be more fun, and if you if you're going to burst, and you have to get something off your chest, <laughs> I I don't want you burning down the house because of this episode. So you can let it out little bits as you go along if you sure. want, Mister Gray. <laughs> sure, um, no problem. Of course, I'll get some of the the housework out of the way. Um, we are on all podcast platforms uh, as well as the YouTube's and the Trickway on the Twitters or X. X, oh, it's going to give it to you. Yeah, that's so dumb. <laughs> uh, this man here has a podcast as well for personal reasons, and whatnot. He's had to take a bit of a sabbatical, but he's back. We're, we're recording in like two weeks, less than two weeks. Um, and it's yep. Gray's Green Gray's Room. Room. Entertain. I'll let you plug it. What is it, Gray? What do you yep. do? Gray's Green Room. Uh, yep, we were on a hiatus a little bit for you know in real life stuff happening, and also because there's a strike going on and there ain't nothing happening. <laughs> But there's enough that has happened since the last time and now, and so we will cover it then. And it, it, um, it does entertainment kind of stuff, but in case yep. you don't And if you need links, then look below, because there's links to that and to our gaming podcast and lots of other goodies. Yeah. And don't forget Mr. Nick. We do podcasts with him yep. when he's not really, really busy working all the time. <laughs> Um, he's on a whole different like, as well. So I like when we were gonna do we were gonna do the podcast today, and he says, "Oh, I forgot I was on holiday." I didn't he, forget you're on holiday. He does a gaming <laughs> podcast, and we do it with him. We're co-hosts with him, uh, and that's Extreme PC UK. Uh, so if you like any of those subjects we talked about, you can find us. We all do the usual same platforms each. So uh, and, and the I, links. And I believe below. below you have a, a link to the Discord. I, I, I right? link everything, man. I'll, I'll link my my grandmother's number below if you pay me. I don't care. Right. Anyway, yeah. let's uh, crack on. Um, so this was. Uh, Strange New Worlds, of course, uh, Season 2, Episode 9, so we're almost there. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of glad they got this crap out of the way now, <laughs> because if the finale was like this, I would probably go... There'd be nobody tuning in for the third season. <laughs> I would bur- I'd burn down Paramount, but I don't even think they use most of that lot anymore now. So, um, no, uh... we'll, we'll, we'll crack on. Uh, and Gray, yeah. I haven't read your notes, but I do see them in green, so... Feel free to jump in at any time, my man. Sure. Uh, right, we'll we'll, uh, we'll kick it off. <laughs> oh God! Right, I, 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 we should we should kick it off by saying the sun will come out tomorrow. Right, tomorrow. I said, he's banned. Does anyone want to come on co-host with me in the Star Trek podcast? <laughs> we have to sing the entire podcast. <laughs> it's ten unique songs because it's oh they're unique, all right? Oh, they're unique. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't laugh you cry it's the, the, the sidetrack guy the sidetrack guy uh you yeah. might know him he he if you've watched his review gray i watched it all the way through um i'm laughing because he's laughing and i'm laughing at bits that are so bad the klingons <laughs> but we'll get to that though right well, yeah, we're gonna, oh yeah we'll get there let's, yeah, we'll get to, well, let's go let's we'll go right yeah, right yeah. right yeah. so i kick off i have notes I read off from to give me an idea and I spin on them. My first line, oh dear, here we go. That's <laughs> but so, and we knew that we knew this was coming. We just didn't know woo, how much how much was really coming. Oh yes, oh yes. There was a uh, lot. I mean, listen, there'll be some positive points. I haven't read Gray's score yet. I ain't got a clue what it is. This will be fun. Right, so you want to try and make this 
as realistic as possible. Realistic, because it's science fiction, right? And there was sure. a way of going about this, kind of, at a push, and that's what the sidetrack guy said. Uh, but they didn't take that route. I just said route instead of route. Oh, my God. What have you done to me, Gray? I'm turning into American. Um, yeah, so... Tomato, tomato. <laughs> yeah. So they didn't take the, the, the route that I thought they would take, unfortunately. Uh, there's a subspace fold you might have seen from the trailer before. Um, well, it's a anomaly. Subspace fold. Yes, it's very <laughs> unique. Never <laughs> seen it before. Never seen it before. It's the first time we've seen an anomaly yeah. like this. It just looks like an, an anomaly from a distance, but we find out it's a subspace fold. And it starts off initially like, Gray, there could be some kind of semi-realism Star Trek logic to why this might happen, but it qu- sure. quite quite quickly goes south. Yes. Uh, it devolves into garbage. Something. <laughs> the, I mean, Spock, Spock thinks uh, when he sees this, he can triple the speeds of communications because bear in mind at this stage in Starfleet um, and the Federation, things are quite advanced. However, to get a message across the whole quadrant, and that's just the alpha quadrant, that's what they say, the quadrant, the alpha quadrant takes weeks. And I, I actually was surprised by that, Gray. I honestly thought it'd be quicker than that. But you've got to remember, this is right at the start of the early Star Trek era. And if you remember right. Enterprise, they had to drop buoys every now and again. So we haven't mm-hmm. got to the next gen kind of level where messages will be a lot quicker. So this is Spock testing it out, thinks he could speed up because it is a subspace fold, not just a regular thing. So right. um, I did find that amusing though, because at the start, see when they were singing, it's actually not bad. There's, you know. No, I mean, the, yeah, that's another yeah. story. I mean, the, the, the... I mean, look, look, the, you know the cast really enjoy doing this, and and that and more power to them. I'm glad they had a good time with it, but you know, yeah. it just it just power to them, yeah, like, like, not no no power to me. I had no power. Yep. Um. So I, Ahura is getting a bit of a hard time. I found this slightly amusing as well. That was a nice little scene. She seemed like an old school switchboard operator yeah. with a. Pull it out. I'll connect you. Hold on. Pull this one out. Put it back in. You know, right. like back in the old days. <laughs> she was like that. She's moving pretty fast too. Remember the buttons. She's good. She's good. Everyone's asking her for mess, and the reason being, they have to use they have to use all the ship's CPU cores, right? Because they're on the latest Intel whatever processor yeah. they've got in Enterprise. And that time, man, they're probably on sixty bazillion cores. So it's like. <laughs> no, I, I mean I joke, but they're literally having to use all like all the spare processing power, and that includes comms. I'm like, really, comms is that? Anyway, that's that's just a nitpick. Uh, there's more of them to come. Uh, so well, the- that was that was the first unbelievable thing. I'm sitting there going, like, I understand you got to take a lot of processing power to do what but you're people doing. should be able to the talk. whole freaking ship. Come on, you can. Yeah, like, comms don't take up that much power, man. Come on, who are you speaking no. to? Someone in another universe. Crazy, but much. But, but I whatever. mean, it was a kind of cool scene. Poor, she's who is keeping up. She's a wizard, man. She is doing really, really well. Not cracking up or stressing out too much at this stage. Um, and who comes on board? James T. Kirk. And yeah. at this stage, I'm thinking, Christ on a bike. This man <laughs> has moved on to. And I joke here, like, what, why is he here all the time? Did he leave his wallet behind last time? Like, I don't that- know. I guess I'd have to go back and count. But if you count the first season, he's already been on, like, I don't even know, six episodes or something? Five, six episodes? I mean, come on, man. I understand. Okay, James T. Kirk. And, you know, pulling a few extra viewers because it's James T. Kirk. Blah, blah, blah. And I, I get that. But not this many times. I mean, geez, he's on. If the, he's almost on as much as Pike. Because we've had a several Pikeless episodes. Yeah, that's it. These are the adventures of James T. Kirk, not Pike in the Enterprise. Right. Um, yeah, use them, Pike. Use them sparingly, guys. Come on, because the, the way it's going at the moment, there, there's no wonder. I know what they've done, Gray. TOS. He he fits in like uh, he fits in really really well when TOS starts, as if they've been together for ages, right? And the crew's really gelled when Kirk joins Enterprise. I know why, because they all bloody know him from when Pike was in command. 
oh, <laughs> Captain, it's you. I know what you're like. Oh, yeah, we remember you. Yeah, I I remember like, you, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. the way they explained it this time was interesting. It's because it's because it uh, Kirk is, is shadowing Captain Pike so that he can become a better captain. That's all part of the process. You shadow in a, ca- a captain so that you become captain someday. Yeah. So, okay, I get it. That that I'm not saying that's not a good excuse. It's just that, but, I mean, come on. You don't need him in all these episodes. Give me a break already. Yeah, like, He's a great character. Don't kill it off, man. You do what you always do, and you uh, ruin a good idea. Um, I mean, if they're going to do it the right way, I was, and I don't know if they're thinking about this, but we had touched upon it. Is the fact that when when Strange New Worlds actually does end, you could roll right into a TOS or pre TOS with Kirk and and doing adventures that well, were never you know seen before. You probably could, Gray, because when TOS starts, uh, they're on their second five year mission. I think. Yeah, I think well, right now with Pike, they're on their they're on their second. Already, but but, but, so but with a different joins, crew. When Kirk joins, it's as if he'd been with them for a while. I don't know if that was their third five-year mission or their fourth. Yeah, Who I don't knows? know exactly. And we do know that when Kirk takes over, only so many people obviously are going to be on the bridge crew because we know Euro is going to stay there, but the rest of them, they're all going. You know, so we're going to see you know a whole new crew, which I I would think would be cool if they dovetail it properly. They could go right into. The untold episodes of Star Trek TOS. Oh, interesting. And there you go. Well, um, at this rate... We can dream a little. You can dream a little, (laughs) yeah. I mean, at this rate, it'll be... And you know what the strike going on right now? It should be coming out like maybe 2034. (laughs) (laughs) Gray's green room isn't for another week or two yet, but we'll be having that right as well. Um, So, yeah, Kirk does beam back across, and Laan is actually there with Una to meet him. And Una, because they're friends, Una's like, well, what are you doing? Like, what, why are you here? Oh, standard secu- uh, security uh, protocols here. I'm like, no, it's not. But okay, whatever. <laughs> and she sees the look in, in her face, in Lan's face, like, you come in all hot and you're making me sweat and you've got yeah. this vibe to you and she, she's going redder and redder. She was falling short of saying some stuff they can't say <laughs> or they didn't want to say. That was funny. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, but making it's, me hot, uh, making me sweat here because this That's energy right, you're right. giving off. Um, but it was it was amusing there. She just wants to see him. It's, it's sweet. Um, <laughs> and back uh, back on the musical test. Oh, sorry, doesn't get to that stage yet. Back on the subspace test. Uh, to be fair, we should really blame Pelia for this because she's the one that ruined this. But it's her idea. <laughs> She, <laughs> she suggests right. She suggests the music, harmonics, and she stuff did, like. She did. Oh, it's all your fault. I mean, there was some logic to it, but I mean, honestly, she has a great idea to use music as a test to send into the fold because what they're doing originally is is not really. They're not having any success. So she says, right, use music, use music, send harmonics into the fold, see what happens. Right? Okay, let's try that, and then it backfires. Is that wave we've saw from the trailer hits everyone, um, right. and right off the bat, not the, no one starts singing immediately, not like the second that the wave hits. Right. However, thank God, <laughs> before Spock pipes up, he does say to Pelia's idea, "It's because who was it? I can't remember who else that said it was like what kind of idea is that?" He went, "It's actually a pretty good idea." Spock said that. Yeah, he said, oh, that might work. That sounds good. Uh, yeah. Mm. Um, he is the first one to start singing. <laughs> I've not <laughs> yeah. taken a note of these songs down on how the lyrics go, nor do I want to. But if you remember any of them at any point, Gray, please chip in. But he starts singing about the bloody warp core. I, I shit you not. <laughs> and that's the why only, the original good thing, songs... Though, is, is, is that he was singing but staying in Spock's uh, logical style. You know, I thought he was gonna like start doing like vaudeville or something. I was gonna go like, no. Yeah. So at least he's, at least he stayed as the stoic Spock, just going oh, do, 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 singing like that. So all right. Do you know who he reminded me of when he was singing? Baz Luhrmann, "Always Wear Sunscreen." That song. It's a slapstick kind of comical song. It's he, he, or 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 William Shatner. Uh, common people. <laughs> you just want to be. 
common people. You, you, they just talk. You have heard William sing. Shatner's uh, uh, "Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds," right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard all those. Oh ones. boy, he just—he—he. He, it's like a, a story with him. He doesn't Does he? sing it. I know. He just screams it. He just wants to be he's, with. He's like in pain. <laughs> Lucy in the sky with diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh man. So Spock say uh, he's not supposed to have a great voice. Although all the this is the thing, right? They all enjoy doing this because they are actors, and actors usually not always, but usually have half decent singing voices because it's par for the course. It's entertainment in general, and they get to flex a different kind of acting muscle that they don't always use. Some of them have amazing. No one has a bad voice in this, to be fair. I wouldn't expect them to, but there's a yeah. couple that have great voices. Ahura. Definitely has a great voice, Chapel as well. Um, so yeah, Spock singing a bit of Bloody Warp Core. Annie looks confused, so does everyone else around them. Uh, and now they're all at it. It's infectious, just like that. Everyone's bloody singing, and I'm saying, please make it stop. What is this all about? <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're singing. They're, 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 so they're on the bridge, and they're all confused. And what they're saying turns into words. So things like singing all systems are stable but not talking singing it and they're right. like confused but we are singing and yeah like everyone's to be fair that was interesting because they're like why am i singing i'm just trying to give you an update on what's going on it's a little bit confusing uh, and then we cue to the intro of the of Strange New Worlds, and it's the ba 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 ba. Someone's literally <laughs> doing this all the way through, and I'm like, oh god, I'm laughing because I'm crying inside. Really, that's all it is. See, that was the only thing that I, I liked because they actually sang it mostly a cappella. There was no, there's a, there was a little bit of instrument going on, but not much. It was all just a cappella voices, and it's really difficult to do, especially that theme in an a cappella voice. So I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. It's like they actually pulled that one off, so that was all right. Done all right, yeah, you know, yeah. I wasn't horrible. I was just, it was amusing. But I was, but I was laughing though, because as soon as they came on, I'm going like, "Well, wait a minute," and I just started cracking up. <laughs> so last week we had uh, that was the crossover, the Lord Dex. That the Lower was Dex. cool. That was different, unique. And now this time we've got uh, uh, some some geezer, some dude going ba ba ba. I'm like, oh no. Anyway, well, see, there 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 were one for one on the on these experiments. They did a good job with Lower Decks uh, crossover, which we were afraid of. They did a great job. Yeah, this one just. Mm, ain't I know, Greg. I know, I know, I know. Um, I'm seeing here at this stage after the intro, Gray. This is only the first song, and I know there's nine more to go. Please kill, <laughs> yeah. please kill me now. <laughs> I was laughing when you when you when you wrote down the note. I was going, oh no, nine more songs. <laughs> I love how I love how the uh, they called it an improbability field. I'm going like, yeah, it's real improbable because y'all sing like, yeah, I so don't know. What I didn't mention in the notes anywhere, right? Although, no, we do get to this bit kinda. So I will go into it. So Gray's talking about in the probability field, right? Uh, is making them sing. And they just as uh there's where they're sending the signal, it's creating some kind of I don't know, like parallel universe or something, uh, where everything and everyone sings, right? And they're being affected by this wave, so they have to go and sing as well. And I'm just thinking that's bullshit. Because the the logical yeah. way around it, Gray, would have been like mind controlled by aliens or telepathic thoughts where only there's a species that, that communicates in song and that's the yeah. only way to get it to talk. I could have maybe just bought that, but they're trying to go down some bullshit route, which didn't make any sense. And they're talking about uh, the zipper effect. So if they try to move away, it's like undoing the zipper more and more so it gets bigger and bigger. So they have to stay and try and close the zipper. It just doesn't... From it's This is a science fiction show, people, right? It's a science fiction show. And we're talking about show. zippers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that, that isn't my word. It's Pike and Bloody Spock that use those words. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> so I, I'm laughing here because I, I'm really crying inside. There are some amusing bits that shouldn't be, but they are. Um, yeah. So they find out, let's say, the probability if he was making them sing. Uh, 
I put a PS here, and Benga really doesn't want to become a bunny because they're they're singing songs, they're moving into more songs, um, and. I don't know if he's set to yeah, see... And the whole bunny thing comes up, and I'm like, bunnies? Yeah, does, does he say that in song, or does he say that as a random comment? I, no, he said that, you know, that was a comment. That was a comment. It was a and comment. Then I think, and then one of them says, you know, what? Well, I, don't, I don't think there's going to be any bunnies, you know, with the... And, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, because they don't know what's going to happen. It's a probability field. And that's what he said. See, I, I, I don't want, see I don't what I would have done if it was an improbability <laughs> field is they should have had Bugs Bunny appear. On the oh, show, God. going like, eh, what's up, Doc? And that would have been great. What was the anime? <laughs> what was the live action movie where they had the uh, Looney Tunes in the movie? A Space Jam? No, it was Bugs Bunny. The one was it not one with Bugs Bunny in it. And uh, Marlon know, Monroe few... and they were all animated. No? I, I, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. I just ah, don't, I don't remember yeah, so <laughs> that was a funny comment from a Benga. I must admit, he really doesn't like bunnies. Um, and now, I don't know what we are at now. Song two, three. I haven't, I haven't kept I, count. I, I don't. I didn't even keep track of how many songs. I, they just kind of flowed from one to the other. I don't, uh, I don't know. It's maybe a good thing. I don't want to keep track. I'll be honest. And neither did I. Who's, who <laughs> wants to count? It's bad. Uh, Una and Kirk are singing this time, as you do, right? Uh, I have no clue yeah. what they're singing about, nor do I give a shit. Um, but what was I mean, it? I, 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 the one thing I did do is I paid pretty close attention to the actual words they were singing. And the only th- the, the dumb thing was is that was almost like taking a literal script. In other words, like you know, when they do the script, you have your dialogue and you have to say whatever you're going to say. So it was almost like taking the dialogue in many of the songs and simply just putting some music to it. You know, like I, I have to go to the bathroom. I did it. I mean, it was just a song. <laughs> That's all it was. So when he was talking to her, when uh, uh, Una and Kirk were singing, they were singing. They were talk singing, sing talking. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. And some of that was going on on other parts of the of the show too. They would just sit there and go like, "Wrap up." I was like. Okay, sometimes that's... it worked, sometimes it didn't. Great, like right. it's very, that's why the original songs because they literally wrote a script and went, "How can we turn this into a song and make it kind of mm-hmm. rhyme a little bit so that it doesn't sound like someone's rapping?" Oh, and rapping does come at one point, guys. Oh my god, <laughs> that's coming. Oh, it's coming. Um, yeah. So <laughs> when Una and Kirk are singing, though, great, you see Laan spying on them i don't i think she kind of right. walks around a corner and stops and sees them and yeah. obviously she's got the hots for kirk uh she is getting a bit jealous and a bit pissed off about it all which i found amusing i don't know why i'm just i'm immature like that um well, that's okay because basically that scene was rather immature so well yeah i mean yeah it's it's, it's this so. this thing plays on a mo if you have a Spont- I haven't wrote this anywhere. If you have strong feelings or emotions inside, that's what brings it into song as well. It's not sure. just normal. If you're normal and cool, you tend not to sing. But she's obviously got the hots for Kurt and she's jealous. So now, after they disappear, it's her turn. It's her turn to sing, and she's right. singing about feelings for Kirk. Of course, she is. Why? I mean, that was actually it wasn't a horrible song. That sounded more like yeah. Uh, it wasn't uh, words. It wasn't a script. It was. It wasn't story. No, that, yeah, sorry. that was more of a. That was more of a song, song. Song. Yeah. yeah right. Right. Yeah. And it's. I note this somewhere. Great. Oh, I do at the end of this part here. These a lot of these sound like a Disney soundtrack. Yeah. I mean, vibe? it was. It was. They were trying to. Right. They were trying to make it that that way a real musical. I mean, that was like that was the idea. Yeah. Um. Except Disney soundtracks, the older ones uh, are a lot better than this. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Like, I mean, yeah. Um, so yeah, like she has a good voice. The actress that plays her, to be fair, so and she said that she was looking forward to the singing part because she's not done it before. So um, good for her. Well, to me, I I made a note later on in our notes, but let me bring it up now since sure. you you've brought it up again. Uh, Celia Rose Gooding, Rebecca Rahman, and Christa Chong, Christina Chong are real singers. Ah. So, so their voices are real. Now, the rest of it, basically what happened was the composer uh, went to each one of the other actors and tried to find out basically what their vocal range was. And then they purposely wrote the music to match their vocal range so they wouldn't crack or you know 
sound stupid. So in respect to the technical, what had to be done technically for a composer to write songs for people that don't sing and, and work it into their vocal range, that's pretty difficult. That doesn't yeah. mean that we like the episode. It's still crap. But but the thing is, is that, but the technical ability to have to do that is very, is not easy. So they all sung great. Right? They all sung. They, they, they were yeah. all singing, but just songs built for them, wrote for them. Yeah. Right. Right. Ah, because cool. the, because if their vocal range was only this big, so they wrote within that range. They didn't go oh, outside okay. that range. Now, uh, Celia, Rebecca, and Christina do are singers, so they could let loose. And you'll notice that when they sang the songs, they, they kind of did. Who's Celia? I know. Uh, uh, Celia's uh, you who plays you are uh, Rebecca. Ah, yeah, one, she has the and best Christina voice. Chong is Leon, is Lan. Lan, yeah, 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 Lan. yeah. And the other one's uh, Una. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, I must admit, Uhura has the best voice. You can tell she is. Yeah. She she's a great actress. She's mm -hmm. I think she's pretty hot as well. Um and see, I said it in the right order. See, Greg, we're a modern society now. <laughs> uh, and last, she she's a great singer as well. Like she is a really talented individual, and she could tell she was enjoying this. Um, but yeah, so no, thanks for bringing it up, Greg. That's really interesting, actually. Um, so after Laanne's had a little teenage meltdown via song. Um, <laughs> it was like Grease. <laughs> the, remember the movie Grease, the musical Grease? <laughs> I have watched it once when I was really young. I'll never watch it again. I would rather, <laughs> I would rather put my genitalia in an in, in, in acid than watch that ever again. <laughs> never. I, I can't. I don't like musicals, guys. I, 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 I can't stand it. I went to see. Um, I went to see nothing against musicals. Like it's a very popular no. format of entertainment. I get. I mean, that. I, I like musicals. Just so everybody knows, I like. Not bad musicals, but I like I like musicals if they're good. If they're good, I, I the closest I've this seen this was like a this was like a forced <laughs> musical. It was like it was like we're doing a musical and you're gonna like it. I, the closest I ever got to something like that was I went to see uh, a pianist, and that's a piano people before get your mind out the gutter. A pianist. Wait a minute, <laughs> right? As in Adrian Brody, the the pianist, really good movie that by the way. Um, uh, I went to see someone play piano, classical piano, because I was going out with someone at the time that really liked that, and I thought, I'll go along, I won't keep my mind open, and it was it was okay. Much better mm -hmm. than a musical, much better than this. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we better crack on, Greg, because we've got more ranting to do, for sure. So, <laughs> um, after she's moved on, Laanne, um, she tells Pike that this is... She tells Pike it's whenever out. they sing, they're conveying their emotions, like I said before, right? Right. And she considers that a security threat, and he's like, huh? Say again. <laughs> Us singing How's is that a work? security threat. How does it? Yes, exactly, Great. Thank you. Uh, and I'm like, every time they sing, they're conveying their emotions. No shit, Sherlock. Yeah, literally. Uh, it gets more apparent that it's a security threat later on, like, of course, but... I want your opinion on this little part, Greg. I don't, I don't think your comment here was directly to what I said, but we've heard this a few times mentioned in this series, right? But mm. whenever they try to do something in Star Trek and it makes no science, logical sense, or it doesn't have any right. smarts about it, they bring up the old Heisenberg compensator. That fixes everything. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, shit, man. When I first heard about it, even without me, I didn't look up what, 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 what that connotates to. Maybe it really does. But it just sounded so fake and funny. They go like, well, what do you think uh, could be causing this? Well, hey, the Heisenberg compensator will definitely, you know, it's almost like they just made something up and just said, this will do it. Sure. Well. And I, I'm expecting Brian Cranston to walk on as Walter White in Breaking Bad and go, say my name. I don't know if you ever watched that, Greg. He was <laughs> known as... He was known as Heisenberg, you know, so that's funny. And you've heard it a few times. Uh, yeah. I, I think the transporters might have it as well, because in, in theory, logical theory with transporters, uh, you might be able to use them, but there's no way of knowing what, where all the atoms are at the start and at the end. So, oh, we'll use Heisenberg composite. That work. It's almost like you use it for everything it, that break that might break on a ship. Oh, the Heisenberg, you know, but, that'll work. But they sure. didn't use it. They didn't use it outside Strange New Worlds. Tell me if I'm wrong, people. I don't think that this was a Strange New Worlds thing. I've heard it a few I, times I, now, and I'm just like, at least before they knew they were bending the rules and talking about a bullshit. They didn't try to hide it. Now you're right. hiding it. Sorry, I'm ranting. I apologies. Um, 
That so the Heisenberg compensator, the reason I bring it up is is going to be used to close the zipper. Oh, but of course, because that's yes. what it is. It closes zippers yeah. now. It does everything, Gray. I should yeah. make my dinner as well, possibly. Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> or you could control lots of other zippers now. That would be interesting. Inter- well, that's a different kind of compensator, mate. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah, there you go. You know, here it's too early in the episode for it to work. Well, <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> makes it makes sense. Um, yeah, because because we knew we were only two or three songs in at the time. We we have six more to go. So like, <laughs> you keep that zipper open for all those beautiful that's right. tunes. Keep it up. I can eat all that tunes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Patel uh, <laughs> Patel calls about um, what did I put here? Patel calls about yeah, Patel, vacation. Patel, course, right, he's been talking. She's been talking with Pike. Pike's her boyfriend about where they're going to go on holiday on vacation. Ah, uh, so yes, she, I'm getting mixed up with Pele, aren't I? She comes up on, but the, the only thing I didn't understand about that exactly is why did she come up on the vain view screen? Oh, right. So yes, the reason for this, I. I didn't find that bit strange, Gray, because the first thing that happens when she comes on the main view screen is, could I speak to you in private, Captain? You know, like, really quickly, that was the idea. Right. Not, but normally you would right, do right. that. Normally you would hail Ahura, and Ahura would be like, Captain uh, Captain Patel would like to speak to you, and you go into your ready room. Yeah, you go um, in the ready room, right. But, I mean, to be fair, at the start, she wants to speak to him privately, uh, but the literally convey all their emotions via song and they're very emotional at this stage so this this was i'm laughing but it's not good laughter um she is singing about their cancelled holiday uh the whole bridge crew hear this they're literally singing back and forth it's like an argument but singing argument it's hilarious And the whole crew's going like, well, we don't need to hear this. But, uh... I, it's it's cringy as hell. But what I found, the hero here, Grey, is La'an, walks across the bridge, doop, hangs up the call, and she spares that what's was left of Pike's blushes. It was amusing. It was amusing. Yeah, that was funny. You're just kind of like, uh, oh, did I just do that? Like, uh, yeah. And I think that's when she stresses the point. You see now, Captain, this is a security threat. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, I'm, I think I'm believing you now. I get it's it sec- now, yeah. It's a security threat to my my cringe, my embarrassment right now. Um, yeah, it was amusing. Um, Patel's ship is also singing, apparently. We hear this. Captain Patel's right, ship is she's also singing. Because the- right. she, she's singing. It's infectious. It's catching on. The whole field is expanding. To slowly but surely to the whole fleet. Not at this stage, but it's like getting is, to like 12 this ships is or so. so. I hated this part. It was well, so dumb. It, it is subspace and it goes everywhere. I, I know, but I could see the other ship maybe singing too. Okay, they brought that into the whatever. But then they just go like, oh, that whole fleet's singing. Like, oh boy. I'm sitting there going, no, oh, it, it's great. It will reach the whole fleet or something. But at this stage, it only gets to about her ship and about 12, 12 ships to say at one point. Which does make sense. Yeah, but sense. if they're going to do that, at least I would like to have seen every single ship's crew singing. Now, that would be cool. <laughs> no, no more. No more ballads, man. That would have uh, cost too much money. <laughs> and I'm thinking, uh-oh, singing Starfleet. Um, yep. Grey was cracking up at this, hilarious in a bad way. That whole scene yep. with, with Pike, it was. That, was, that is pro- uh, one of the funniest parts of it, I must say, in a bad way. Um, no, but not the funniest. That's coming. So, oh yeah, Pike. Pike uh, literally at this stage now, after his embarrassment, wants to blow up the field. Literally wants to launch photon torpedoes. Of course. <laughs> I mean, I when you can't, when, nothing, when nothing, the first thing you want to try is to blow it up. I mean, yeah. No, but it's after his embarrassment and the whole bridge here and about his his yeah. his emotions to 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 his partner. And he's like, yeah, let's just blow the shit out of this thing, really. Um, I've had enough of this embarrassment. Uh, and I'm saying here, I bet he does. Spock thinks it's a decent idea, which surprises Pike. And he's like, huh? I was just saying that because Pike of goes, yeah, my goes, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Um Kirk, still about. Let's not forget him. Oh, James T. Sam's there as well, but James T's about. Um, and he volunteers Laan for a mission. Now, this mission is going to be they are going to try and blow up the the, the subspace fault, right? Well, they've always right. got to try the pew-pew at some point. Um, and the idea being they have to get 
They, they can't just fire normal torpedoes at it. They have to go and try and get some matter um, and then launch it at the subspace fold. Uh, and this will be part of the mission that uh, Kirk and uh, La'an are involved in. Yeah. Um, but she knows, Gray, that she has to kind of confess her feelings to him because if she doesn't, she'll burst into song and that'll be another crew member's blushes gone to shit. And this, is, and this is one of the very, very few dramatic scenes that were actually good. She had to confront him, and so she finally did and admitted what happened and everything. And so that was a good scene. There wasn't a lot of these, but... <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of them, unfortunately. Um, she, yeah, so she, she, she confesses her feelings. Sorry, I'm skipping ahead slightly. Apologies. Uh, she's um, confessing her feelings initially to her friend, Una. But then kind of Una knows, really, because they're good friends. She kind of knows what's going on. Uh, they kind of agree that, yeah, you're going to have to tell Kirk what's going on. Um, she's going to turn down the mission. Um, yeah, Una. Una's going to turn down the mission. Should I say? Uh, you liked this scene a little bit, Gray, because it's one of the few unsinging moments. Yeah, I mean, when they were, yeah, when they weren't singing, it actually was making sense. The yeah. problem is they, they didn't do a lot of that, so everything just you know went to hell. But you See, know, hey, there's been. An, uh, anomalies in space that's made crews in various Star Trek shows do weird shit. Cool shit. Yeah. But yeah. never this. This is a first, so this is why it's a little bit bonkers. Um, they do a little experiment to see if this would work uh, in engineering, first of all, before they actually launch the main mission, and it doesn't go to plan. I think there's a bit of a, a, a explosion, a bit of a... Yeah, again, <laughs> again, you hear something, you don't see it, and it's like yeah. the lab explosion in high school again. Yeah. It's like, well, let's try this. Like, Boom. Like Lord, like, Lord Dex again. <laughs> didn't they learn the first time when Spock did this, and, they, they had the, and all of a sudden they do it again? There's Spock. There. Like, I could uh, just imagine Spock there with a smiling boiler again going, do you feel lucky? Well, yeah. do you, punk? Exactly. Um, it, it was just nuts. I'm sitting there going like, <laughs> right, okay. So they almost blow a hole in their ship again. <laughs> It's like, they, oh, man. Well, it's a good thing they did the, the little experiment because that's what you do in good science. Uh, if they went ahead yep. with a full-blown experiment, they would have uh, propagated this whole bloody subspace fold into Klingon space. And Una beats me to it by saying, and no one wants singing Klingons. <laughs> 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 which Gray and I both have found extremely amusing because I'll get to that when we get to the Klingon bit. I've got, I've got things I need to say in that when we get to that bit because yep. both funny, good, and bad all at the same time. Um, and I'm saying here I have to agree with Una, although Klingon opera might be cool, but we don't get Klingon opera, unfortunately. Well, there was, there was some singing by Klingons in Deep Space Nine, etc., and but it was very, very Klingonese. Yeah, what, yeah. You know, that, that and that made cool. right, and that made sense and stuff. But this was a little different, so but. exactly. Uh, we will definitely spend a bit of time on that point. When we get to it because oh, there's things to be said for sure. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, um, Klingon ships are on, on approach. Of course they are. It's uh, several Katinga battle cruisers, which is cool because I like to see more stars. Yeah, you don't get to see them very often. I was like, you, with, to see three of them was cool. Was like, you oh, don't, and they're cool. They're cool. I do like I do like Klingon ships. They're my second favourite ships after Starfleet ships, of course. Um, at this stage, Pike tries to warn them, the Klingons, but it's too late as they plan to fire on the field soon as they get there. Because I don't know if they're singing already and they're embarrassed as hell or they see it as a threat <laughs> and they just want to blow up. I don't know, but they're two hours away at this stage and they're going to blow up, so no pressure, guys. Um, so well, remember, at this at this point in Star Trek timeline, they're very warmongering, so they just blow anything up. <laughs> like, like, oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 that's what they do. That's their that's their shtick. Um, a little bit of science comes into this. A little bit more science when they're trying to actually do some Star Trek. And now uh, they need to analyze the songs to get to the bottom of whatever. And that's uh, a Hurek comes up with that plan, I think, which is pretty smart. Um, if they can analyse the actual songs they're singing, there may be some clues in that. So they start paying attention to what they're singing. Thank God. About time. That's, uh, that's good because <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> At least somebody was paying attention. Um, yeah. This bit here, I don't know how I feel about this. 
So at this stage, uh, by this stage, Chapel has accepted a posting away from Enterprise, right? This she's been accepting right. this, and it's not a promotion. It's just a different posting. Uh, it's not the scholarship thing from before. I think it's something else right. that she's been chasing. But it's, but it's going to require her to leave the ship. Yeah, for at least a, a, a good while. So she uh, is in the uh, the officers' common area again, and there are officers' bars. Mm-hmm. I'm calling it, and. Of course, another song's coming, Grey. Of course it is. Uh, she starts singing about a promotion yep. to all her friends, the rest of the bridge crew, um, and not telling Spock. And you mentioned here, Ahura starts analysing what's <laughs> happening. She does. I was paying attention to her. Like, she's multitasking. Well, no, she doesn't sing, does she? It's only Chapel that's singing, but everyone's right. bloody dancing. Where does that come from? Like that is right. Okay, singing. I don't know. I no, thought, I no thought one said the full yeah, bloody dance. Exactly. So I'm going like, where are they? Where are they going in the choreography? It's the music. The dance has nothing to do with it. I mean, literally, this is this is. You could have put this shit in Broadway or the West End. You could have like because I was okay. like, wow, this is impressive dancing. I kind of make, well, I don't say it right out, but I kind of make that point in my when I do the my uh, rating. You'll yeah. see. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But, um, okay. Okay. Um, and everyone's dancing now, as I say, in officers' bar. They're going nuts while while uh, Chapel is singing. Uh, Spock standing at the front door of the the bar the whole bloody time, listening to all of this. He doesn't burst on the song, thank God. Um, but at the very end, just as she finishes singing, she clocks him. He clocks her, and he just turns about and walks out. <laughs> Right. And I'm, I'm, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling half. I'm pissing myself laughing, and half. I really feel sorry for the guy. You just sung about the fact that you're buggering off, and he's the last one to know. And they, they, they have some kind of a relationship. What, what comment did you put then to your Greg? Because I've just read this, and it's bloody hell. <laughs> I, I said, poor Spock. He needs to go pond far somewhere to feel better. <laughs> Oh, it's it an easy way to get it in. <laughs> it really, it really is. That was a belter. Um, <laughs> so yeah, everyone's getting their heart bloody broken here. Um, Lan and Kirk are on uh, on their mission. She now eventually confesses her feelings. Now she says at the start, "I used to know another Kirk from another like timeline," and then. Kirk kind of tries to step in there and go, oh, 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 I hope you're not going to break any kind of time traveling rules here. And she's like, she tries to, she skirts around it without quite right. breaking the rules. And not, she says enough without going too far is what I'm trying to say. Right. Um, and she tries to, she just confesses her feelings about how this other Kirk, uh, they, they, they got it on basically and he really knew her for who she is um, and not the stereotype on. Which was kind of sweet. Um, yeah. I'm kind of at this stage, Gray. I'm kind of hoping um, it doesn't happen with those two at this stage because you know I want to see Can in the future, and it would be a little bit weird. Imagine going to two S and James T. Kirk sees uh, the Can. And then goes, yeah, oh, yeah, I, I had it with one of your, um, whatever your relations, yeah, your, yeah, I had it on there. You know, great-great-granddaughter so. or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, I had it on with I, her, and hi, hi, welcome, great Well, see, now, this was, this was a serious scene where they weren't singing. No. And again, and again, this was a good scene, because she, I, was, she felt bad, because the Kirk she was with was killed. I, I'm surprised they didn't sing, though, because there was emotion there. That was weird. What? I'm glad they didn't. I didn't want to hear oh, that. No, I know, but we're just sticking to the logic of when they sang. I agree. But with they've you. also set up. They've also set up the fact that that's it for between her and uh, I mean between Kirk and and Lon. That's so that's going to end. Yeah, or it is ended. Or already, you know, and especially it ended when. Yeah. Of course, he starts bringing up Carol, and which I thought was cool because we never knew much of the backstory to to Carol and how uh, David Marcus came around, which is Kirk's son. That, that happened later in the. Star Trek Wrath of Khan. So now we're getting a little bit of the backstory. So he's sitting there going like, well, I'm already involved, you know, in an affair with somebody and her name is Carol. And they go, oh, ding, everything starts going ding. 
and that she's pregnant. Oh, ding, that's David Marcus, his son. <laughs> so all that starts coming out, and it's just like, oh, okay, okay. You know. The look in her face. The look in her face. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like, oh, like, oh man. Uh. <laughs> but, yeah, but, I need to drop. You're like a hot rock. That's it. <laughs> he, he milks it a bit longer because they're talking about she mentions, oh, the way that the other Kirk looked at me, and he says, well, do I look at you the same way? And she goes, yeah, kind of. But he, but he should have come straight out and be clean with her, right, rather than milk yeah. the emotions a little bit more. But that was cool, great. I have to agree with you. Like, one of the better non-singing bits of the whole episode because I like backstory and working the canon without breaking it, and the thing is, Carol at this stage, and I think all the way through it, to be fair, is his friend with benefits because they're never in a serious relationship. And maybe a good thing, because I know here, he couldn't have a serious relationship. Otherwise, how is he going to be the Kirk that is the ladies' man in TOS and right. the original movies where he's sleeping with every bloody female alien he comes across? So he can't be a proper relationship for that. But he's knocked up Carol. And uh, obviously, uh, well... He seems surprised in Star Trek two, two. Yeah, when he finds that out that's a, that there's a son. Yeah, uh, when he, he he seems surprised. If I'm not right, so it's as if he didn't so know some, he had a son. Some of the backstory has not been totally revealed because you would think that uh, Carol told her something about the the son, or 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 she disappeared, or she told him that the son died, or something. Yeah, I don't know something. So I guess eventually we might see that. You know, happen, but something else happened in there for him to be surprised later in Rathacon. But yeah, we'll yeah, see. yeah. It was a, hey, it was a cool thing that we got to hear this anyway. I was a big, big fan of that, and obviously bringing his son into it and whatnot. So yeah, that was kind of that was kind of cool. Um, Spock, <laughs> we're back with Spock now. Um, it's his turn to sing again. He gets another song, "Greedy Man." <laughs> um, he sings his heart out to Ahura. And the the theme about this song is he's singing about being the ex. <laughs> what? Yeah, exactly. This is hilarious. As Chapel believed the Enterprise soon, it's literally as he finishes the song, the song kind of dies down and it just ends. I'm the ex, and I'm just like poor Spock. This is hilarious. I don't know if I want to give you a cuddle or laugh at you. And, um, and then he turns around and walks out again, just like the scene before. It's like, oh my god, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm sad again. He's like you a know, can't take this teenager with a temper tantrum, but but he's more <laughs> controlled because he's Spock. Um, and now I don't know why they didn't have a duet. Hura is singing now, but I thought yeah, I was she almost expecting it. I thought she would be singing with Spock. And this is her first proper song on her own, I think, which, to be fair, like, took a while to get here. Uh, she's singing about various things and how she's struggling in life in her yeah. current role. Uh, special mention for Hammer in the song, which was sweet, because she she loved Hammer. They were really good pals. Uh, and I note here, she has an excellent voice. She clearly has the best singing voice of all of them. Yeah. Um, you didn't you were not a fan of this song, or was it just the length of the song, Gray? What was your skipping? It was it the length seconds? of the song because it was. Got, she was singing. I'm going like, come on, this song's got to end somewhere. And I'm like, and she's still singing. So then I skipped ten seconds, ten seconds, ten seconds, and she's still singing. And I'm like, oh my god, is it? Are you done yet? It's like, are <laughs> we <be> there yet? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was the longest song I think out of all of them. It just kept going and going. I'm like, stop. Yeah, I know, I know. But these these are the ones that sound like more song songs because yeah. when they're talking about what cores and day-to-day shit and whatnot, uh, you can't mm-hmm. make that last three, four, five minutes. But if you do a proper <laughs> song, you'll get a few minutes out of it easy. Um, I wonder what it would be in the length of this episode if you've taken all the songs out. I'm curious. Someone uh, wants yeah. to work out, tell Ten me. Ten minutes? Well, at least, <laughs> at least. Fifteen? Um, yeah. So, I, uh, I don't know... Right, okay, here we go. Strap in, people. Right, you know, if you want to pause the video and and take a drink and, and calm yourself down because shit's about to get real here. Uh, the way <laughs> to shatter the field. There's a bit of logic in this somewhere, somewhere. It's for the whole yep. crew to sing together because if they can get the old megahertz or whatever it is up to a high enough level, that'll be too much for the poor little field and it'll collapse. 
Sure. Okay. Sure. Makes no sense, but why not? Why not? Heisenberg compensator. It's fine. That's right. Um, it's, a, it's a Heisenberg thing. <laughs> um, and it's up to Ahura to make them all sing. And I'm like, what? <laughs> okay. Right. Fine. She's got the best voice. Let's let's have it. Um, yeah, but they but they were going on the fact that uh, you're the communications officer. You have to communicate with the whole ship. So you're the one that has to convince everybody to sing. No like, pressure. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no problem. I've got another rant here in my notes about it's the bloody dancing as well as the singing. Is it really required? <laughs> Just like, <laughs> it's true. Um, Kirk singing about being captain one day. Nice. That was just random. Just random. Fair enough. Whatever. Who cares? You know, whatever. <laughs> You're going to be captain, mate. It's fine. Um, the Klingons are almost here, people, right? The Klingons are almost here. Um, <laughs> but they've all got to keep closer. singing. As they're all singing together, the cup they're getting closer, and you hear this. You hear this. They're getting closer. They've got to multitask. They're, 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 they're singing sing. in the they're singing in the Heisenberg meters going up. As it, it is, but they're, they're caught, you see it going up. The numbers start going up. They're multitasking, Craig. They have to do the singing. They have to keep an eye on all the scanners and whatnot, and keep an eye on the clangers all at the same time. Um, yeah. And then Pike. I don't know why he does this. Pike in song. Hails the bloody Klingons and oh my god. <laughs> the first right, how can you best describe this and then you can pipe in with your opinion this great. So right. they come on the, the view screen, the Klingons, and for the first couple of seconds they just look like normal this is such and such and what's going on there? Proper just staunch Klingon warriors, right? Then all of a sudden right. it looks like he has a fit. Because he's got a gold eye patch. I, I saw the writer on the wall. I know, gold it, eye it, patch. It immediately goes into a song. What and are you not like? Just any song. Are you what, just? I don't. He did it or something, believe. man. So it's weird. Like he, his face almost convulses, and he's like, ah, he's like been taken over. I'm like, steady, man. Come on, that's not what's supposed to happen. And then it just, it's like a. Dang. I don't know if yeah. it was like rap or like a boy band, but they all it was, just. It was yeah, kind of like a yeah, or like a rap boy band kind of thing. Yeah, and oh, when all... he started singing, did you notice his officers are going like this? Yeah, like that proper like proper boy band moves. They're dancing around in the background. Like, oh my god! Oh, oh it was my... great. That was a that was the best scene of the whole show. It was so funny. It was hilarious, they, right? But it was but... too short. They should have let him sing a little bit more. But but see. See when the side trick. What obviously I said before, I watched the side trick uh, guys uh, review of this, and he's reviewing it before he watches the episode, and then or he thoughts about what's going to come, then he watches it, and then as he's coming in every like ten minutes into the episode, and then giving his opinion, and you can see him slowly get laughing into madness and misery and despair, and <laughs> he talks about the Klingon bit. And he said, up to this stage, it was all just silly, right? And you're like, oh my God, this isn't working. But see when he got to cling on, but it makes a lot of sense, man. I don't know if you watched his whole video, Gray, but he yeah. actually start. he got angry. And I actually got angry as well because he, he makes sense. He went, oh, it's the one thing for all you guys to be silly and stupid, but the Klingons are a serious race. That doesn't happen. Uh, and you've yeah. just absolutely made a mockery he calls it an embarrassment. Right, right. And I agree with him. Yes, it was funny, but it was funny and it was so bad it was funny, hence why I was laughing, well, what, you know? What, what it should have happened, like we had mentioned before, it would have went, it should have went into Klingon opera or something. Mm. Or one or one of the Klingon bar songs that they sung like in Deep Space Nine. That would make sense. But in a way, though, since the episode was so bad with all this stuff anyway, it was funny as hell, so... No, I no, I agree with you. It was funny, but it was funny because it was so bad that actually what was right. happening should have never right. happened. Like Gray's right, if they'd sung if it'd been one of the wharf numbers where he's very staunch, very like one of these war songs, yeah. you know, that would have been cool. It still would have been a bit of a push because they don't do that unless they're really drunk and blood wine. But you've got listen, if you haven't seen it, guys, I'm sure you have, but watch that scene there and oh my and it's only on for seconds. And then they stop yeah. and they all sit down and like, what's good? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> yeah. just, but but I do one. If you we don't always listen to what they're singing about because we're we want to get past it as quickly as possible. But if you listen to that again, Gray, 
Mm. What they're singing about is their conquering ways and about torturing their enemies. They actually say this in song <laughs> about torturing their enemies and killing them, basically the Federation, which I found amusing. Um, so at least the subject matter is accurate. But that's what I they guess. do. Um, now, we have Kinda uh, singing, not singing, dancing starships next. I shit you not. Uh, you have a cool shot uh, of the Enterprise good. and three Katanga cruisers all spiraling round, spinning round one another. Now, of course, no, they're not bad. bloody. It's not Farscape. If you watch that, it's not a. It's not a real ship. It's obviously the pilots are all having a great time, and they're like, "Let's just dance. Let's dance with the starships." They're all spinning. Up. What? If you guys have ever seen like synchronized uh, swimming in the Olympics, that's what it looked like. Yeah. So you see the ship doing the synchronized swimming thing, and I'm sitting there going like, oh, Great, man, careful man, behind you. I think the Enterprise is spinning around and dancing. Careful. Um. Uh, it was the dumbest thing. I, I was already dumb, but that was the one of the stupidest scenes I've ever seen. Oh. Like, you just said, no, come on. Oh, leave, leave my Starship porno on. Please don't do it. Uh, um, but yeah, they've done it, Gray. They got high enough the whole time with the Klingons. They, they edged it up there as well. And they all come on yep. the end to the bridge for the finale just to push it above the limit. Um, and they shatter the field. Poof, it's gone. Thank God for that. No more singing. Yep. Or, nice boom, boom. Or there's a little there's a little funny bit coming on about that. But Pike's obviously mending fences with Patel. Um, and he's cooking. Again, great. I think this guy cooks it's, more than he, he actually does. he cooks more than the captains of starship. I think. Well, you might see the thing. Captain Chef. Picard, Picard had his his Earl Grey, you know, tea, and he's always ordering that already all the time. Earl Grey, hot, hot. Earl Grey, Earl Grey, Earl Grey. Yeah, but he can so, he can so, have tea and work at the right. same time. So, so Pike has taken it a step further, and he just you know he just likes to cook stuff. I mean, honestly. Hey, I God. wish I was on the set for. I wish I was on the set for the show. I'd eat half that stuff he's cooking. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> great. We'll so, would, so would I, my mind. So would I. Um, our, our, our luck is probably all plastic, and it's not even real. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, is good. Yeah. What What I found amusing after Grain, I'm sure you did as well. Um, we have. I don't know if it's Ahura uh, saying. Um, yeah. It was. Yeah. She's saying that's all right. Uh, Spock went across to the Klingon ship to uh, mend things up with him over a uh, <laughs> over a barrel of blood wine. And as soon yeah, as he says say, that, yeah. he staggers off the bridge, off the, the turbo lift into the bridge. Oh, and he's pissed again. Spock is pissed. How many times has he been? This is the same time he's been pissed in one season. <laughs> oh, well, you know, they, look, at least they, they like him. It's, it's uh, the Klingons consider him a buddy. <laughs> and so it, it was diplomacy, man. It just had to be done with a bunch. I wanted, a bunch them, of wine. I wanted them to turn around grain when I'd done this for the team. I'd done this for you guys, right? I think no pleasure in this at all getting pissed. Hangover. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but, we know he, but we know he likes it. And when you thought the singing was over, it kind of was. Ahura's sitting at this. He's brilliant this, but I must admit, not as good as the Klingon bit, but hilarious. Second funniest bit. She's doing her thing, and obviously she's got all these songs in her head, and she starts humming a little song, and then Pike and everyone else has that look of dread in their face, and they all turn and look at her, and then she turns around like, "Oh, sorry, sorry, song stuck in my head," and they're like, "Oh, thank God for that, please." I thought we were, <laughs> and that was the actual real reaction that we had about the episode. So, in a, in a way, it was very prophetic. <laughs> uh, right, so. Oh, oh, you've done the scores. Oh, right, okay. He's moved things around, which is cool because... Okay, so... Uh, that's pretty much the end of it. Thank God for that. Uh, my score is 3 out of 10. Now, I see why Grey done it the way he done it, but I'm I'm just... just, just I'm going to be blunt. Uh, I knew I would never like this. Did I go in with an open mind? Of course. I'm going to watch every Star Trek episode regardless because I'm a Star Trek fan. Um, the excuse they make up to make sure everyone sings isn't science fiction, like I say before. Okay. It's uh, it's bloody weird ass fantasy. It really is. It doesn't make any sense. Um, it's science fiction, guys. At the end of the day, you've got to make it believable. And if you don't think you can pull it off, uh, don't do it. Now, do I respect them for having the balls to try it? Yes, I do. But don't pull it off unless you think you're going to do it. Um, if I said before, if it was something like alien mind control, 
I'd have maybe got my head around it. Possibility, some way to communicate, maybe, but it wasn't. How the showrunners uh, and the writers thought we would like this, as a majority of Star uh, Star Trek audience, I'll never get my head around it. I'm really, really confused by that. Um, of course, the small highlight was the Klingons rapping and dancing, which is brilliant and hilarious. But again, I see the sidetracks uh, guy's point of view. I I'm angry as well after he said that because. You've just you don't you don't you don't mess with the Klingons, but you just don't. It's just a, an embarrassment and, and a, a bit of a disgrace. But anyway, um, also the some I liked one or two positives. Of course, I'm not trying to completely slate it. I want it to work, but I just knew it wouldn't work. Hence, why this is happening. Right. Um, some good voices, as I said before, Ahura, phenomenal. Um, Laan, good as well. Um, but it's not nowhere near enough to save the episode and lastly stop wasting their valuable trek time uh, writers, showrunners please, you've only got 10 episodes this is a whole rant I can get into that I won't we'll save it for Grey's Green Room in the entertainment podcast because we're going to talk about I'll add in a point Grey about um, streaming ruining things because it's 10 episodes instead of the old 20 plus and actors not getting enough work and all this stuff we've only got 10 precious hours stop wasting things you've got one experimental yeah. episode i get that that was lord x it worked that it was a win that should have been it and that should it, have been it it should have been it the, the but that means the early episodes have to be a lot better than they were they weren't this season hasn't been amazing and we'll get to an overall score at the end now, the only thing that will maybe give it a decent score is we've had a couple of nines and tens so far, so that might bring it up, Gray. Mm. But just stop wasting our time, guys, because it's very valuable. So three out of ten for me, Gray. You're going to do things a bit differently. Yeah, this is in in the. I'll explain. I like good musicals. I really do. There's not enough of them, and I tend to like the really older ones uh, more than I do some of the more modern ones. But I do like musicals, but they got to be good. And they got to be a musical that was made as a musical. In other words, it started as a musical. They knew it was going to be a musical. They wrote the songs to be proper, not just sing talking like this episode did. But if I had to grade it on just a musical, not Star Trek, just a musical, I'd give it a 7 out of 10 because a lot of the voices were way better than but, I thought. But, but why? It was original songs. They're, they're taking writing no, scripts right, and, and they're putting and, it into and, song. That makes no sense. No, I didn't. I didn't like the script so much. I, I was. I liked the voices. I liked the the okay. couple of original things that they did do. So if I looked at it as just from a musical standpoint, I I would go seven out of ten. But but, but that's just because I want to be a little different. Now, when I start looking at it as a Star Trek episode, now everything changes because I pretty much agree with everything that uh, uh, Trevid said and. And I only give it a three out of ten as well because it's stupid. It's not a Star Trek episode. We're they being waste kind their times. Aren't we three? Aren't we? The only reason we're being kind is because there were a few scenes yeah. where they weren't singing, yeah. and that weren't bad at all. And that that that's the only thing that saved it from going to a one or or a zero. <laughs> so yeah. And 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 I don't, I don't want to ever see an episode like this again. I I mean. Yes, there's been bad episodes in every season of every show, uh, like Spock's Brain in the TOS days. That's awful. And there's been a couple other show, episodes that have been bad. But, you know, okay. But they were in a 22 to 26 episode season. Yeah. So you're bound, you're, you're bound to have a bummer, you know, one or two bummers in that long of, of a period, okay? Mm -hmm. And like Trevor said before, you've only got 10. Don't screw with us. You've got 10 episodes. There's no reason to have... The, the two bad episodes that we've had now, so out of the 10, okay, you know, this one and uh, the one that Kirk was in, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> that we didn't like either. And yeah. so when you're talking two bad shows out of 10 and then and then maybe a couple average ones, yes, you, overall, you're not doing real good out of the 10. So it's just, it's, I mean, and, and then the funny thing is if you take season one and two, you have 20 shows. That was, that used to be a season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So okay, don't mess with us. Do some do some experimenting, fine, but only do one, only one. If you're only doing ten, don't yeah. screw around. Do a good, do a stretch, do a weird one, and never fine. a musical. Never a musical is an experiment. Oh God, no! Don't do something ever, else. Right. <laughs> don't ever do that again. I mean, this is just it's just, and I agree with you. It's a huge waste of time. 
Yeah. I mean, especially since we had such a great episode the week before. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. That episode was so good. And, and and that was that's the kind of Star Trek writing we all want to see. That's the stuff that really makes it worth it. And then all of a sudden you follow it with this. And I'm like, oh, God. I, now, I, I, I hope the last episode is is a barn burner, you know, meaning a, a good episode. Because, geez, they go out on a on a eh kind of way. It's going to be. Eh. Yeah, I think so that's I the really goal episode. So they, yeah, they gotta do they gotta do something that's gonna it's really it's it's a different way of doing things, great, and fair enough. Okay. Um I but did but by the way, one one more thing. I wanted to point out that if this episode was a lower decks episode, it probably would have been a lot better. Yeah, because they're based on humor and cringe. That's the whole point. Exactly. That um, would have that would have could I because I could see all the cast on lower decks singing their own songs and it would have probably been a pretty good episode but this was not for this kind of a show it should have been a lower deck show or not done at all agreed mate. agreed they did Um, so it's so if you if you base this i'm going to put you on the spot i think an old answer if you had to be forced to give this one score for the whole episode based on an episode and nothing else are you going for the three out of ten Oh yeah. Or do you have yeah. something else? Right. Okay. I'm just curious. No, no, I'm just it's, curious. Yeah, it's right. three out of ten. I, I just I just was saying if I did if I wanted to pretend it wasn't a Star Trek episode for a second, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would I would say it was a it was a good shot at a musical. But okay. that's not the point. You shouldn't have done it to begin with. Yeah, how did you think it would ever work, guys? I think well, part the, Yeah. What you had said before was was it was interesting. If they decide, I don't know, someday they want to turn Star Trek into a musical. Okay, then 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 they're doing it on purpose. And if you like that kind of stuff, and I don't really like that kind of stuff, per, okay, whatever, more power to you. But yeah. don't give it to us like this. This is just like, yeah. I think part of the reason uh, you get some humdingers and some beautiful, amazing episodes in this couple of seasons, especially this season, is because there is a bit of a mix of the old guard and the new guards making this grey. So you've got mm-hmm. Akiva Goldsman and you've got someone else, I don't recall the person's name, who they're a bit of a mix. So Kurtz, Alex Kurtzman doesn't have his hands completely on this, but he's got a bit of a, you know, yeah. he's got he's got one finger in the pie, so to speak. Um, yeah. So Akiva does make some decent stuff, but then he makes some crap as well. It's because right. we don't have our Lord and Saviour, Terry Metalis, running this. Oh, and by the way, shout out to the Shadowpod show, they have Terry uh, Metalis on there, and that was absolutely brilliant, that episode. I hope you watched it all, yeah. Gray. It was phenomenal. Uh, the guy just loves Star Trek, um, and go and watch that. So um, the pain's gone. Now I'm going to go and wa- take a shower <laughs> to wash all this Star Trek musical nonsense off of me. But wait, no other just reason. don't. Don't sing in the shower, though. Okay. Oh, good God. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> it's a good thing I'd paid no attention to what they were singing, like the words for the most part, because I would do a hoorah and I'd start humming. Um, <laughs> so, yes, um, I'll be curious what overall score we give this at, at the season at the end, but these couple episodes have brought it down for sure. Uh, we'll wrap it up, Mr. Gray. Uh, thank you for mm-hmm. coming along, mate. We've got the finale next week. I'm really looking forward to that. I think it'll be decent. It better be. Uh, but yep. please tell me below what you think. That, am I being harsh? Is Grave being harsh about comments? What did you uh, like about it? What did you dislike? Are you upset that they ruined the Klingons like that? Boy band breakdancing Klingons? Oh, God. Um, but tell us what you, what you think below, um, and we'll see you next week. But before we go, Gray, do your thing, my man. Live long and prosper, everybody. See you later, guys. See you later. Bye.